is huge. I mean, it's like a man. It, it's big. Kane, son. You still don't understand what you're dealing with, do you? Perfect organism. Just tell me one thing, Burke. You're going out there to destroy them, right? Not to study. Not to bring back. But to wipe them out. That's the plan. You have my word on it. All right, I'm in. Look on my works, ye mighty, and despair. Welcome to Perfect Organism, the Alien Saga podcast. I am your host, Jamie Prater, and I'm joined by my co-hosts... Patrick Green. Christian Motzka. Andy Geek Girl. Ari Chicos. And Xander House, who is sitting here listening as we record this episode. Welcome, Xander. Thanks for being on the show. Today's a very, very special episode for all of us, for me, I know for you guys as well. This is our 200th official episode of Perfect Organism, the Alien Saga podcast. That's pretty exciting. I mean, we've recorded hundreds, maybe a couple of thousand hours of, I don't know how that, how that even works. <laughs> 10 million <laughs> 10 million album hours. But no, but this is like, this is really great to, to have a show that's been around this long, that just continues to pick up steam and have... The type of team that we have now, I think it's really great. So every day, I'm always blown away to be a part of a group like this and to be a part of a show like this, where we're making such an impression, not just in fandom, but in the lives of people. And so I I am excited to be here and to celebrate that. It is an exciting night indeed. I feel like it was just yesterday that we did our 100th episode, and I still remember like promoting that, and that feels like uh, like it was both yesterday and 25 years ago. But you know, before we get further into this, uh, we, we've had a really fruitful season with Patreon lately. And uh, before we start recording tonight, I want to just give a quick shout out to everyone who's joined in the last couple of months over the summer because we're back from summer break. We're ready to record. We got our assholes and our elbows all set to go here. So uh, everybody buckle up and here's who joined. We have <clears throat> Philip Pace, Eric Gordon, Natasha Blockoff, Nolan Eller, Jay Hansen Law, Abir Tarafdar, Yosarian, Blood Hut, Steven Riquez, Richard Alonzo, Vincent Harris, Steve Peterson, who's just sent us a very nice message, by the way. Thank you, Steve. Adrian Persolia and Giovanni Mazan, uh, a great guy who I speak to quite a lot. And uh, Adrian, I don't know if you're actually from Italy or not, but it's either Persolia or it's Persiglia. So let me know which one that is. Uh, thank you to everybody who came on board. It is an honor to have you here. We hope you're uh, enjoying the prey frame rate that will have just dropped by the time you're hearing this. We have a lot more planned. So welcome aboard and welcome everyone tonight to our 200th episode. It's a pretty big deal. And so I just want to give a little bit of history of the show as we kind of roll on how the show has the team that we have now, which is the best version of the show I've ever been involved with. The people that I've been looking for eventually fell into place. And uh, that's a really great thing. It's I think it's a hard thing to find people to be in a creative project with. I think everyone knows what that's like. Sometimes if people don't sort of understand the vision or they don't even, if they're, they're not, like just, if it's not a right fit, it doesn't work. But I, when I started the show, it was with Peter Haight, who was amazing. 
eventually, about a year or so later, Peter moved on. And then I had uh, a couple different people. Ryan Zaid, who was awesome. Dave Gogol, who was also really great. And then we've had like a variation on like Connor Murdoch we had involved as a as a contributing or uh, as a contributing host. I almost said a contributing organism. <laughs> trying to keep I mean, technically he's, he's that too. So yes, he is that as well. And what's been great about that and this journey that we're all on is, you know, even when Connor was involved, he had a baby during that time. Perry, it's been the same way since you've been involved. You've had a child like we've all gone through, gone through so much. And even uh, just Patrick and I, what Patrick and I have been through together before you guys even came aboard has been crazy and it's been amazing i mean what's been you know crashing cars in downtown la in 2019 and uh throwing events and uh getting in crazy arguments and uh not talking to each other mostly me <laughs> and but just this really amazing journey that we've been on where everything we've been through has just strengthened our our friendship and our bond and what's great the great component to this is that it's all strengthened around something we love so dearly and to be able to talk about that as much as we do and continue to find new things to talk about new subjects new ships to talk about new weapons to talk about new aliens to talk about new games new books and you know there's so much more coming in the next couple of years for sure um that is going to be f fuel for the next almost eight years the show's been around so in february of next year it'll be eight years so thank you to everyone who had been involved in perfect organism in the past who i know still listen and i'm just so grateful to you guys who are here like this is the show i want to be a part of i could not do it with any of you i'm serious like you guys can't go anywhere <laughs> so i just want to say that i hope you're right I really do. I also just, you know, as, as you were talking, I was thinking of other names of people who have been affiliated because the show as it stands now, for one thing, Maj is not here tonight. He is, of course, an integral member of the team. But the show that you're hearing now with this crew is not only the result of the efforts of, of all of us together here tonight, but also all those people that Jamie was mentioning who have helped build it along the way and then gone off to do a lot of other things, like, for example, founding, you know, the uh, Hive Mind podcast in Dave's case, right? And Michael McCulloch, of course, also a really good friend of ours who's on the show quite a bit, working with Dave and others now. But also people like, you know, Sean Hewitt, who got our YouTube stuff up and running a long time ago. Mike Andrews, who brought a, a, a love of history to the show. Of course, we'd be remiss to leave out Clara Chardia, who was on many, many, many episodes, was a contributor to the show for a long time. And she left because she does a lot of really interesting things, but also because she's now part of the industry that we're talking about and actually creating alien content, as you just heard on our episode with her and, um, and Philippa Ballantyne. So, uh, you know, we've had all of these wonderful people come and contribute to this atmosphere that have enriched it and grown the brand and the storytelling. And it's been, I mean, I think another thing that we should give a shout out to along the way is Wayland Yutani Bulletin, which is the group that this podcast, of course, emerged from. And uh, and it's where I first got to know many of the people on the show tonight. And um, it wasn't always the most welcoming place in the world for some of us, but <laughs> it was a, it was a place where a lot of my early, you know, sort of uh, alien social media memories were really firmly uh, implanted. And, you know, it was also a place where I put names to faces for a lot of people who I only knew through forums in the past. And one of them, of course, being Jamie Prater. Uh, and I, I kind of wanted to like 
go back for a moment to the first, because I remember the first time I ever heard the show. I remember like what I was doing is one of those things. And I remember it because I was doing dishes and I was listening to like episode five or six. And, um, and I was like, man, there's a fucking alien podcast. Like how incredible is this? And I was like, I really got to find a way to get involved. Um, and of course the audio drama happened and that's how I came aboard. But like, I look back on those days now, you know, as like, for one thing, for me personally, it was such an amazing opportunity to get involved firsthand with these properties that I'm so obsessed with. It gave me like this nice place to anchor my fandom in a really, you know, vaguely professional way. But also it like it was my way of of really tying into this community in a productive way that now like I mean, you guys are some of my best friends. Like this is like one of my favorite places to be is to be sitting here in my office on a phone call with you all, you know. And, uh, and so Jamie, thank you for starting this ship and getting us sailing and keeping it going so beautifully in the years since. And I'm telling you, I got a bad feeling about this drop. You always say that, Frost. You always say I got a bad feeling about this drop. Okay, okay. When we get back without you, I'll call your folks. So I got the chance to be on an early episode because I, Jamie and I were, were both, um, moderators at Wheeling Tony Bulletin. But I can remember when Patrick came on because I was always obviously a listener through the years, but all of a sudden there was this guy that could match Jamie, that could throw out these gigantic like five syllable words <laughs> and mean them. It was it was honest because the first time Patrick spoke, I'm like, bullshit, bullshit. This is not how someone speaks. But he kept going. And I was like, wow, this guy is incredibly articulate and incredibly insightful. And so that got me really hooked on the show. And so cut to a year or so later, two years later, I don't know, when you guys invited me on, I thought, oh, you know, that's nice that they thought of me and I'll, I'll go say some things. And then they wanted to have a conference call with me. And my wife is saying, they want you to be on this show. I'm like, bullshit, that's not possible. But they did. And so that was really cool. And so, uh, Patrick, you, you, you continue to amaze me with your vocabulary but also with a level of expertise that you show in a broad range of topics. Mostly though, I've got to say um, your, your musical knowledge is, I, 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 I should have a notebook out whenever you're talking about the scores of things. It's amazing. And then Jamie, you say this about yourself. You speak from the heart. You are so driven by what emotionally moves you. And there's a purity to, purity to that and an honesty that keeps me coming back. I'm always interested in how you're going to approach something because you are very, very genuine. And I don't know, to, to, to have brought these people together, to have created this whole, um, it isn't just a podcast is the, is the crazy part of it because there, there's storytelling going on. There's community building going on. There's so much more to perfect organism and I am so happy to be part of it. Well, we are happy that you're here and we, I was looking at Christian for a while and we had, Oh yeah. He, he needs some background on this. Yeah, he does because Christian, you were being sniped for a, for a couple of years there, and, but we'd had some, we'd had some really like negative experiences with looking for hosts, people who we would bring on and they'd be like, yeah, and they wouldn't do anything. They'd just disappear after a week after a week. But, um, before that we were going through three weeks of like, who let's talking and putting out, you know, notices and talking to people and interviewing people. And so at this point we just got to this place where I was mentioning it to Patrick, but he was like, I don't know. And I even was like, I don't really know. I don't, I don't, this is just going to be me and you. It's just going to be me and you. And then Christian had been on the show, 
before Patrick came on, actually. Christian was on an Alien 3 episode, maybe in 2016, I think. Summer of 2016. It was like in the 20s or 30s, I think, of episodes. (laughs) Oh, I'm thinking like 1920s or 30s. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) But no, Christian was on then. But I just remember watching Christian interact with people on social media. And I always do that. I, I see who who's reacting in kindness and who's being level-headed and who isn't. And of the group of moderators or admins for, for Wayland Yutani, I was like, this guy's really well-spoken and he's really nice to people. And it's, and it, it just stuck with me. And so then I pitched him to Patrick who was not, not that he wasn't a fan of you. He just didn't know you, but we had just been through so much. We were like, I don't think so. But then we took a chance and here you are. So thanks for coming on. Yeah, and I, I remember specifically because because we, we had met a while before you came back on the show again, just because Jamie was like, you really should meet each other. You guys would be friends. You're both like really active parents. You're very nerdy parents. Like, you know, you'd really get along. And I was like, yeah, Christian's great, you know, but I, I didn't remember you being on the show before. You know, I didn't know if you were like, you know, a podcaster. And then the first <laughs> the first time you came on, we we're like, can we get him to like sign on to the podcast <laughs> for forever? Like instantly, we we're like, let's keep him no matter what it takes, because among other things, the depth of your, I mean, thank you for saying the nice things about my expertise, but the, the depth of your expertise truly astounds me continually to the point where I kind of assume that you're just going to know something and you always do for some reason. Uh, and I love that because it helps me see the movies differently, you know, and I think it's really easy when you get into a groove where you're just talking about the same, you know, handful of movies over and over again to kind of run out of a need to keep up. You know what I mean? Like you, you become like a quote unquote authority, although we're not, you know, authorities in anything, but you become somebody who people kind of just trust, you know, you think, okay, I kind of, you know, I'll keep reading my books and watching my movies. And, and then Christian comes on and I'm like, Oh fuck, I got to do homework. Like I have to really, <laughs> I have to go on the blogs and I have to make sure I know what I'm talking about <laughs> because if I fuck up one of the armor platings, like I'm not going to hear the end of it. And it's amazing because that in itself has made the show materially better. I really feel like, like you, you have, brought a gravitas to the way that we use knowledge and information here and that we take it more seriously now. It's not like we didn't take it seriously before, but like there's a rigor now to when we talk about things that I think we needed, which is which was secret sauce for us in a lot of ways. But in addition to that, you're just such a great guy and you're such a great addition to the show. And uh, and you're somebody that I just look forward to talking to just as a person. Uh, and, and of course, like I actually, I'm curious, I don't remember I, re- I don't remember the first interaction that I had with Perry because I feel like we've been friends for like 30 years. That was a me thing too. That because, was a you thing, right? Yeah, yeah, because I was on IG and I think, Perry, you were messaging me my personal IG. not On Instagram, through, yeah, that's right. Not through Perfect Organism. And we were just talking and I was like, wow, this guy's really passionate. And I remember talking to Patrick about him because – I was always in the mindset of like, well, who can we bring aboard the show? Like, I want passionate people. I mean, I think you all want to interact with people who will take care of your children as well as you do, right? I mean, like your actual children. And so I approached my show this way. Perry just kept talking to me and talking to me and was so excited about everything. I'm like, wow, he's excited about stuff as I am. And then I thought, I think this guy wants to be on the show. You weren't saying that, but I felt it. And so then I pitched him to Patrick and Patrick was like, but we'll see. We'll see. Just because he didn't know you. I've always been the skeptical one just because we went through so many (laughs) hirings and like letting goes over the years, not like letting people go, but like people having to leave that I was. And and because you and I just work so well, I was like, well, we can kind of just like play to our strengths, you know, but Perry was one of the first people 
after that initial period where I was like, there's something there. There's really something there. And then you came on and you were such a joy to talk to and get to know. And you were so curious and inquisitive, which is like such a rare trait. Like you're such a good listener, Perry. You know that? Like you really you, are Patrick. a genuinely good listener. <laughs> and and not only in that you can like take it in, but the way that you're able to formulate responses to things, that's a rare gift that you have. And so like, it's been great getting to know you too and getting to call you a friend. Thanks, you guys. I I mean, ditto everything. I, I feel like so loved and like a part of this family. And Jamie, to your point, I think we were messaging so much that then we just started sending like voice texts to each yes. other. We'd be like, we'd yes. be like talking about something about the movie or whatever, you know. And uh, yeah, it was. I just had this such a strong feeling to like. I don't care what you guys could have had me do. I just like wanted to help in some way. I was like, wow, this is such a cool. Um, it just like a place to like be like be talking to you guys about this thing that I've always felt like I've been on an island about um by myself like as my own alien franchise like super nerd in my you know just like I, no one else that I really um I don't know I mean like I have friends who like enjoy the movie or they'll like really like aliens right but I I don't have like people like you guys like um here around me in my everyday life that like love these movies as much as we all do. And so when I found that, I, like you guys are talking about like the first time um, you, you maybe experienced like just, I think it was 2020 for me. I was like, I was literally like searching online and I don't know why I didn't like really leverage the internet to find more resources for myself, but like podcasting was kind of like, I had listened to some stuff and I was like into audiobooks and I was like, you know what? I wonder if there's an actual like people that talk about alien or like the alien movies and things like that. So I did some Googling and then I found um the pot I, I found perfect organ like the website and then I started listening to episodes on Spotify. But like the first series of episodes I listened to was that Alien 3, the nihilism series, and like it just touched my heart in such a way that I was like addicted. I, I think like for, from there on for like the next month, I was like listening to an episode like every day or, or whenever I had free time to do that. And then that's when I started messaging. Um, yeah, Jamie, maybe you were primarily on the Instagram uh, page and then like you and I started talking more directly, but it was just such a joy. Like I said, like I've had like literally since I've been a child, like growing up kind of like on this island of like loving these movies. Um, Cause it's like all the things happen, like growing up, like I had my buddy, I know, I know I'm talking about my buddy, Chris, uh, who I grew up with, like watching these movies and like watching it, the alien movies, Terminator, um, the predator movies. And, and we had all the action figures and like all that story again. Right. Um, but then, you know, you move away or we left for college. Like we weren't as strong of friends, I guess, in high school. Um, we were just kind of doing different things. And then like that kind of fizzled um, away. And so I had been like, had all this like pent up, like things I wanted to talk about. And so like, it, it was just, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it just filled such a big hole in my heart to like meet you guys and, and listen to you guys talk about it. Christian, to your point, like, um, and Patrick, just like how articulate you guys are about talking about these things. 
like I've learned, Patrick, to your point, I've learned so much. Like I, I can just sit here and listen to you guys talk about um, just your past experiences with things like people that you have connections with. Um, other like Patrick, your background of like being a composer and like having these just crazy facts about um, the soundtracks and, and how things were made uh, is so cool to me. Christian, you know, the props. It, that's cool like i just love it when you guys like bring in like go down these little rabbit holes of, of things like that um so yeah i i just i wanted to contribute so badly in in any way and i loved i think the first episode you guys had me on like a round table with dave gogol i think um actually uh who is just a character um i hope he's listening and uh just i, I love chatting with dave He's like drinking like a huge, he had like a mug of beer, I think, or something he was drinking that night. And we were just like, I don't know, shooting the shit about aliens. And, and it was, it was like a dream come true for me. So uh, thanks so much, you guys. We're in the pipe. Five by five. That, that enthusiasm that you bring like has never waned for a second. And that's one other thing I just love about you, man. You know, like that love that you have for this franchise. It's just that you're you're such a beating heart. Speaking of which, we're going to get to Andy and Xander in a minute. I want to do a quick Madge shout out because that was a rare one that I found. Thank you very much. Because Madge and I were talking on Building Better Worlds quite a bit way back in the day. He's a, for, for those of you who might not know, Madge is actually a really good musician, like a legit music, musician. Um, and so we were kind of talking about that. But then he would keep like wanting to change the subject back to like biomechanics and like Giger and, and artwork. And I was like, OK, like, I also can talk a lot about that. You know, and so we would have these great deep alien conversations. Um, and I remember specifically I was in the dentist chair, which is, a you know, a place I frequently find myself because my mom gave me bad teeth genetics for some reason. But I was, I was at the dentist and uh, and I got this message from Madge and I'm like sitting there with, you know, Novocaine. And I'm like reading this comment. And I'm like, fuck, we got to get this guy on the show. You know, that's the Novocaine in my mouth. So I, t- I texted Jamie and I was like, I really think that like we have this like this guy who like he t- talks a talk. He's got a really cool background. And Mash came on and was such a great fit from the very beginning. Um, and circling back around for a second to Andy. So Andy came to us as a bit of a celebrity. This is this is a little bit of a rare, you know, Andy had a little, little bit of a little bit of a name, a little bit of a rep for herself and fandom, not only because of the con picture that went you know viral, but also just because like you were such a name. Like, I, I feel like I, I knew like exactly who Andy Geek Girl was before we even talked. Um, and uh, and I have to say, it's been incredible getting to know the person behind that persona, you know, in the in the ensuing two years or whatever it's been. Because you, I think, you exemplify to me what fandom is in a really real way. The way that you live your fandom is like continually inspiring and revivifying. There's a word, Christian, for the five syllable list. Um, it's it's okay, like love. You, you constantly, I'm cry. <laughs> you, you you constantly uh, make me feel ready to re-engage on these things in such a deep way. And the way that you like live that by example with your family and the way that you live it with like the costumes and the crafting and the activities, you're like another person that does family alien day stuff. Like, I really love that. You know, that was like, you're my alien day activity, buddy. (laughs) Um, Like you just, you just constantly make me feel like I want to more deeply re-engage with this fan community. And so thank you for, for doing that. Uh, First of all, I'm going to cry. So thank you. Um, (laughs) Oh, you guys are, I, 
I can't, I mean, you're speaking about being articulate and clearly I am not right now because I just don't even have the words uh, to tell you how much being a part of this group has meant to me. Um, I think I discovered you. Yeah. I want to say like three, four years ago, maybe Um, I was, you know, in the dark days of not dark, they were very wonderful, but you know, like (laughs) having like small children, you don't really have time to engage as often as I would have liked. They're not dark. They were wonderful. (laughs) Um, But Uh, as far as fandom is concerned. So I felt like, I really think it was the the 30th anniversary, like going to San Diego and just getting reignited um, through that. And then I started looking on the internet more for a community. And, you know, it really is about finding your people, you know, and I found my people uh, with you, it was I think through building better worlds too. I found your podcast, and then um, I loved the conversations. And to your point, everybody who commented on there was were respectful. They were passionate, knowledgeable, but so insightful and intelligent. And I knew that was the place for me immediately. And listen to your podcast. Um, like Perry, you said you caught on. I think I also joined in the Alien Three discussion, maybe before that. I know you were discussing one of the films, and then I would I listened to the whole series, and I went back and I listened from the beginning, and I caught up. Um, and it was wonderful. It was interesting to see the differences of opinions evolve too, um, and how sometimes you sort of differed with. You know, like early on, you had one opinion and then discussing it with each other, just like it happened with me, I was able to see things from a different perspective that maybe, you know, not having talked about it, not having my people, I just was in this one mindset of it. Um, especially regarding Alien 3. You guys have turned me on that. Completely. Yo, Andy fucking hates Alien 3. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Andy fucking hates it. No. Listen, it is not the best. I'm never going on that one. But um, no, you definitely brought me around. Um, but not to not to definitely not your level. But um, just to your point, though, everyone brings something different Christian hit it on the head, you know, uh, the the intelligence, the heart, both of those things combined make this podcast the place to be. I still can't believe that you guys even asked me, to be honest. I'm still pinching myself. I I, think that was a Christian, not Christian, it was a Patrick thing. Patrick, you positioned Andy first because we had been, didn't you? Or was it? Yeah. Yeah. Because you mentioned her. Okay. But well, we, we were we, always. We, but you and I had talked about her in the past. But, but I was specifically like, I think she should come on the show. If we also, because we're like, we it's a sausage show, you know. Like it's just like <laughs> it's we need sausage like. Show. <laughs> I see. I filled the quote. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I just felt like it was important. We both felt like it was important to have women represented in a community where arguably the pillar of that community is a woman, is Ellen Ripley. They think we're we're crud. Andy had done the aliens um, commentary track with you guys. So that that's was right. proof. That was proof right yeah. there that not only did she know her stuff, <clears throat> but that she could communicate it well. 
Now, Patrick, you referred oh, to her you. as a celebrity. And I want to say, I sent her a friend request one year before she joined <laughs> Perfect Organism on Facebook, and she ignored me. So that's... Oh! <laughs> and, wow. And why, why, why wouldn't she? I, don't, I, am, I... I am literally a hermit. You guys, like, dropped VHS copies of Aliens as, as bait to get me out of my cave to come do this thing. That's how I see this, right? I, I think there's a VHS copy of Aliens out there. So I couldn't get it. So you guys caught me in a cage. So no, there's, there's no reason for anyone to ever befriend me on Facebook. So Andy, I don't hold that against you, but I do think it's pretty funny. Because when you I found am out- very selective. It's not just you. I am very selective. Big deal. You know, when you're a celebrity, you can't just be friending everyone. I mean, she's got fucking sting hanging out with her all the time. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but to be fair, so there's a very famous picture that continues to circle the very wide web and social media of a cute little girl dressed up like Ripley at a convention and Michael Bean is behind her holding the gun. That is Andy's daughter. I didn't even know this until after you had joined the show. I didn't even connect the two and then i'm like oh shit that was her kids you know and there's other like crazy connections that we all share uh with andy and people that we know and it was just it was just the right time you guys throw me at the wolves and now you want me to go back out there forget it it's not my problem i always thought it was important to have uh, a female voice on this show i just i just never feel like we can fully represent the community enough until we fully represent the community. But we would be remiss to not mention someone who I also think is incredible, who is listening to the show. He's on the Zoom call right now, Xander House, who formerly he is our social media guy for Shoulder of Orion, the Blade Runner podcast, but he's always involved in what we're doing on the Alien podcast. He was involved in um, Alien Abandoned, which was our audio drama that we released on alien day this year he helped me out so much with that he's also involved in our next project that we're going to announce at some point which has been amazing xander is a really fantastic guy he's a huge fan of alien and blade runner and he makes props and i know you guys have have some of his props that are incredible he's always he's so willing to talk and he's so he's one of those fans that you can just get excited about things with and just nerd out and geek out about small things. And I really, really appreciate that. And I knew when I mean, Xander and I, I think we've been talking for like three years at least before Patrick and I decided to bring him on the show because we were like, should we have him on both? Like we didn't want to overwhelm him, but we knew that this was a right fit for him, that he was like you guys kind of picky about community, but also wanted community. So. Xander, I know you're listening. Thank you so much for being a part of this team. We would not be who we are without you. Xander is the is the quiet workhorse behind the scenes who does, as Jamie was saying, tons of social media work. He also helps us on these calls with tech support, with helping us get comments sorted out. Um, and also just like, you know, we're talking about hidden talents a little bit tonight, you know, with Madge, with his music and things like that. But Xander, in addition to his prop making and, you know, sculpting and, and incredible work, which he, by the way, is making armor for my children right now. So thank you, Xander, for that. Um, in addition to that, is an incredible writer. He does a lot of really interesting, like, alternate movies and uh, sequels to things. And, like, just an all-around artist and great guy who uh, I was really fortunate to get to hang out with at our L.A. Live event. And uh, who I hope to hang out with again sometime soon. Um Speaking of which, I'm hoping to hang out with a bunch of you sometime soon as well, because we do have a project that we're still somehow not announcing. Although I kind of feel like Jamie, the 200th should episode, we? like maybe we should, should announce, maybe we, maybe should. we should finally. Uh, let's do it. Let's do it. 
Do it. Well, you fucking okay. do it. <laughs> so I would say about two years ago, Patrick and I floated the idea of doing a short film. And we didn't really know if we were in that place yet, but we thought, hey, what's the next step? We talked about it. Didn't really go anywhere. We weren't making, you know, intentional plans. We just threw it out there kind of went into the ether. And then, of course, we've had COVID going on for a long time. And 2020 proved to be a very difficult year. I don't think we released anything in 20. No, we didn't. We didn't release anything in 2020. Or was it 20? No, we didn't. We released in terms of like an audio drama. We always release a... a Tides of Night was 21, right? 21. And there was nothing in 2020. 2019 was our video diary, uh, Alien Outland. Outland. So we did Tides of Night in 2021. And then... We did Alien Abandoned. I just got this crazy idea for a story right after we released Tides of Night like a week later. <laughs> and I started uh, pestering Patrick about it. He's like, Jamie, we just released this episode. Give it a minute. Um, but then after we released Abandoned this year, I felt like personally we had come as far as we could go in terms of I felt like Abandoned is the best thing I've done and we've released in terms of what I wrote, but certainly as a team. I think it's the best thing that we've done. And I felt like maybe it's time. And then Christian brought up this idea for a short film. And so then I think he brought, yeah, he brought us up in a, a group with me and Christian and Patrick. And so then I was quietly texting Patrick, like, should we do a short film? This would be great. And Christian had an idea for one that I won't get into. That might be a project for us down the road. So then we decided to launch a short film that we will, uh, will at least launch the discussions of a short film that we hope to release Alien Dave 2023, and it's going to be called Alien Transmission. And talk about hidden talents, you know, among many of them on the call tonight, Perry has a former career as an actor, like in in Hollywood, being in films. So like, that's a great opportunity to have a cast member right there, as well as my wife, who's a former professional actress, who's going to be resuming a, a role that she started in that web series that we talked about. There's going to be some continuity with other perfect organism universe properties via Perry and some other things. Um, but also like, it's a, such a cool moment to think like, we don't have to hire outside to do this because we kind of have all the tools we need. Like we have Maj, who's a huge photography buff, who's going to be our DP. We have Xander who can do this incredible 3d sculpting work. Who's going to do some model work for us. We have like access to such incredible riches. Like we have such a wealth of material expertise here um that like i don't know it's just it was the right time and uh so we're gonna transform my basement into a set and it's gonna be very cool uh the kids are gonna be involved it's gonna be it's gonna be a whole a whole thing i can't wait for it tents and tarps i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a fucking floating tent i can't wait to see what the craft is gonna be like the craft service yeah yeah <laughs> we're gonna get some bagel bites downstairs. or you mean the craft as in the the, the cockpit the no, I meant the food. I meant- he needs oh, a okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> get some New Haven style of beats. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll talk more about that as we go along. Maybe for this announcement, I'll drop that poster that I made. We'll premiere that with the when we drop this episode, which um, so everyone can see. But yeah, that's what we're working on. Again, just to everyone here on the show, thank you guys so much for everything that you do. Like I look forward to these discussions every week. Um, certainly they're great when it's just Patrick and Christian and I, but I, I love our round tables. I love that when we're together, I'm big on community. I'm big on like feeling like I'm doing something, not just with people who are doing it with me, but they're my friends and family. And the best family is the family you choose in my opinion. And, uh, having chosen y'all, 
um, has been a great, it's great for me. It's great for my emotional health. It's great for my mental health because my community is all online and this show gets me through. So thank you guys so much for what you do. Fuck it. Let's go for it. I'm very excited for the POCU to finally premiere the perfect organism <laughs> cinematic universe. Cinematic yeah. universe. <laughs> yes, and, hell yeah. All right. Now listen up. I want this thing to go smooth and by the numbers. I want DCS and tactical database assimilation by 0830. Ordnance loading, weapon strip, and drop ship prep details will have seven hours. Now move it, people. All right, sweethearts, you heard the man and you know the drill. Assholes and elbows. Hudson, come here. Come here. Yeah. We've all been away. A lot of us have gone away for the summer, whether it's locally, um, wherever you guys live. Or, I, mean, I mean, I know where you live. Or for some of us, it's been internationally, which has been great. So we've all been traveling. And again, we're, with, we're in the first couple of weeks of kind of resuming the rhythm of our show in terms of recording and we're recording an episode tomorrow about alien and feminism. And that's kind of a hot topic for me in terms of it's in this climate that we live in with so much, so many people kind of on one extreme or the other, it's going to be interesting to see how people respond to that because people words like feminism is a hot button word. I don't, it's not to me. I don't think it's, I think it's a rather innocuous word, but for some people it's, it's a, a lightning rod of a word, which I don't think it should be. But we wanted to have the conversation of, in terms of the Alien series, the original trilogy being led by a woman, how does feminism play into that? And what is, why would it play into that? Does it even, does it have any role? But I feel like it's a conversation that we need to have. I feel like that's the elephant in the room in some ways. So that's kind of what we have next. But we have some other stuff going on too, which Patrick and Christian, if you guys want to mention. Uh, just to throw a, another little detail on there, this is going to feature the return of Sarah Welch Larson, who many of you might remember from our uh, Alien Day coverage. She was an incredible author of uh, feminist theological philosophy, I believe is her is her background. She wrote uh, an, an amazing book that we've linked to and talked about quite a bit called Becoming Alien. Uh, which was a, a great book that we all enjoyed and talked about quite a bit. So she's coming back on to give us her, you know, unique, well-studied uh, take on it. Um, and of course, it'll feature Andy and Christian and Jamie and myself. Uh, we also are thinking about doing a an episode or maybe even a mini series on aliens and Vietnam, specifically the Vietnam era conflict, um, because there's obvious geopolitical and storytelling ties to James Cameron's work on aliens in there. But also, uh, you know, the movie says more sophisticated things about conflict than I think people give it credit for. So that's going to be a really fun one to tease out as well. See, this is what I'm talking about, too. Like, Jamie, I, I think you said eight years, right, that the show has been around. Like, wow. Like, that's awesome. And, like, how great is it that we've found, like, this piece of art, right, like, cemented in history um cinematically that allows us to talk about so many different things like how it relates to the world um how it relates to past historical events like what what um theologically what we can grasp from these ideas that were presented to us uh through these movies and like how it affects us and like how we feel about that and like we can just keep finding things to add on to this like pyramid of 
just amazing ideas and amazing talking points and and things to allow each other and hopefully enlighten other people to like um, either learn something new about themselves or a new way that they feel about something. But then just for us too, as a group, um, you know, and I told Maj that we were really going to miss him tonight, but it's, we miss you, Maj. But uh, it's just great to have these conversations to allow us to just like cohesively bond and like, I don't know. I feel like I, I gain a deeper level of knowledge and like love for you all. Seriously. I didn't know ex- that about the Vietnam episode. That's, that's awesome. We also have an interview coming up with the creators of aliens expanded the documentary that is currently doing a crowdfunder till October 1st, I believe. And um, we're very excited about that to talk to these guys and see, you know, what their, what their passion is, but also Andy, lined up an interview for us that I think we're going to keep secret until we have it fully locked down. But uh, she did some hard work at a convention and uh, I'm very excited about that. We also have an interview coming up with the creators of Aliens Expanded, the upcoming documentary. They're doing their crowdfunding right now on their website, which is aliens-expanded.com. And as of recording, we are about 10 hours into their campaign and they have already raised $26,000. So we're super excited to be part of this and to be actually part of the contributing circle of um, content creators who they have reached out to about helping them to reach a larger audience, but also to get feedback about what should be in this documentary. So please stay tuned for that episode. It's going to be a great, a great interview. That'll probably end up being a bonus episode. Honestly, we're recording quite a bit. Uh, Good job, Christian. We're recording quite a bit in the next couple of weeks for whatever reason. It's just kind of happened. So the episode with Creator VC, which is Ian Nathan and Robin Block. Ian Nathan is the director. Robin Block is one of the executive producers. We're going to have them. We're going to record that show next week. And it'll probably drop within a few days just because uh, there is momentum in the air in terms of their crowdfunding campaign. And it's just a good time. So stay tuned for that and uh yeah there's quite a bit there's always a bunch of stuff that i mean we're always talking about like uh, a series about the the unmade but feels like it was made blomkamp film what that was about what that whole journey was i mean that's that announcement is what started the show honestly i i was so fucking excited about that movie um until patrick deconverted me <laughs> after like three years I'm like okay okay you're right but no but fucking uh, hashtag bring ripley back <laughs> yeah there's so much that we have to discuss i mean there's just so much on top of which i think this is a good segue there's a lot happening in the alien in the alien community right now in terms of official publications uh, the new book by, by clara and philippa alien infernal's fall which i've been reading and it's really really good it's very very in-depth and well-written there's uh, a new alien comic coming out patrick right from marvel with a new artist i think involved christian do you remember who the new artist what his name is will something i don't know the artist's name i do know that marvel is starting over with issue one which i guess is something that they do sometimes but so it'll be a brand new issue one still with uh philip kennedy johnson writing which is great yeah so uh as as christian pointed out shortly before we started recording marvel is actually going back to issue number one for this which is how they typically signify new creative teams uh, amazing Spider-Man readers will have just noticed this a couple months ago where we went back from about 900 issues earlier back to number one again. Uh, this case, it's going to be Philip Kennedy Johnson staying on board as the writer, which I think everybody's very excited about. But a welcome change of pace from the art, which will no longer be from Salvador LaRocca, 
It'll be from Julius Ota, uh, who's an artist that I wasn't personally, uh, you know, I, I didn't really know before this, but I've been looking through his portfolio and he looks like super, super talented. I think that's great. They just had their annual come out uh, last month, which was a nice little send off, I think, for the previous, you know, creative duo. So yeah, things are are looking up in that regard. And I think it's about time we get Philip back on the show too. So I, I think we can safely say look out for that in the coming months too. Yeah, speaking of things that we're I'm looking forward to is Titan has a new novel coming out in late October called Aliens Vasquez, written by Violet Castro, who is a Latinx author, uh, yeah, Latinx author, and it's all about Vasquez and her family. And I think it's a really interesting new direction that breaks with they've had a bit of a continuity for the last few issues timeline-wise, and I think that this is going to take things back so that we see more of Vasquez's previous life leading up to um, LV-426, but also introducing her children, which is something that you will all remember a year ago, Jeanette Goldstein said on our show that she thought Vasquez had a child. And I don't know that the uh, that this author heard our interview, but I really feel like that is a, a scoop that we got and that this novel is going to really play out in an interesting way. Look, man, I only need to know one Thing. where they are Joe Vasquez, anytime anywhere it's also not surprising that we're getting more Vasquez content given how I mean that our episode was super popular with her everybody clearly loves Jeanette Goldstein but also right after that we had Marvel's Af- Aliens Aftermath come out which featured another Vasquez this is her nephew I believe in that one uh, and that was another great one written by Benjamin Percy who came on our show around that time and still sorry to say this Everyone holds the record for the sexiest voice to ever grace perfect organism, the Alien Saga podcast. I'll never forget the first time he came on and was like, hello, gentlemen. And I was like, man, as a voice from the gods. But yeah, very exciting when stuff. I first asked him if that was his real voice. I did. I, I wanted because it, it was like too good to be true. I was like, how do you not have a voiceover career? That's actually what he talks like. That's totally. a better impression than I thought it was going to be. Holy shit. That's good. What's on the horizon? The big things that are on the horizon right now. We all know the No Holly series, which probably won't be out till 2024, unfortunately. But the, there's a movie that's currently in production. And some of you might have heard the director give a welcome on our shows and our content for Alien Day this year. Fede Alvarez is directing his own alien film. I think it's being shot in Australia right now and a couple other parts of the world. Um, and that film seems to be due out on sometime next year. So that's really exciting. We've actually been in contact with Fede personally. He's been emailing us. He's a, an incredibly kind man just just to give us the time of day. I know, you know, when you're in production, it is really busy. Certainly as a director, you know, you have hundreds of people pulling your attention every which way and then you have executives pulling your attention every which way and to give us some time that he did and to respond to our emails and to record something for us for alien day has been great but i am really looking forward to his film but what has been released that's actual something to look at there were three stills that avp galaxy released uh concept designs from noah hawley's alien series which i thought were really really interesting and i thought we should at least mention it and get people's opinion on what they saw. It's the first alien movie, anything that we've seen since 2017, aside from the shorts. I mean, I loved it. I thought the stills were great and there's probably too much to unpack there than we could ever cover in the next however many minutes. But um, yeah, 
I loved it. I mean, I think there was a lot of like fear, right? I think of us just chatting on it about it being set on earth. Right. Um, and so, but I don't know, like seeing the, the ideas come out of like the, these, um, conflicting, um, I guess, organizations, uh, that are, you know, out in, out in the universe and space, like doing whatever they're doing, planet building or conquering whatever. Um, and just, I don't know, like teasing that there have been these creature, well, these things, the aliens around before we saw the first alien film is just like a cool, like what because throughout the whole franchise really we never see what's been going on on earth or like what it what earth is like what's you know unless you watch the alternate ending to uh alien resurrection which jamie's favorite movie but um yeah it's just uh it's really really cool to see like what could be and and the stills just look great you're like oh man wow They're, they're feeding us they're feeding us what i think maybe we want to see but it's it's just cool to get some new content at the same time i have to say i am very excited about it and this is not me pooping on it but i'm going to poop a little bit in that i'm kind of i'm kind of disappointed (laughs) that we're seeing adult big chap style aliens in this even though we kind of assumed that was going to happen only because of what christian brings up i think very rightfully about covenant which is that it's sort of whittling away at the eldritch Lovecraftian aspects of the mythology. It's like the more you see about the creature and its origins and where it came from and how new it is and how recent all these events are, it it, it kind of takes some of that mystery away. That being said, that this is all based on you know extremely early conceptual art. The series we're assuming won't come out for another thirty five years. I mean, you know, at, at minimum. Um, <laughs> so like, who knows what they're going to do with it? And if what we see is what we're really going to get. And if we do get it, Noah Hawley is an incredibly huge Alien fan. And such a good storyteller that I'm sure he'll find a way to make that work. But I'm just, you know, my 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 inner little, you know, grumpy nerd buzzer is kind of going off a little bit in that I was sort of hoping it would be a little more mysterious and a little less sort of uh, illuminating. Have there been like uh, or any sort of statement or something put out that says anything about it being like not a standalone idea or concept, but something that's like not connected to i know he's saying i I know it's the universe but like you know what i'm saying like that maybe there's an argument for that that it's not the 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 really funny thing there hasn't been anything like that it is supposed to be part of continuity and it doesn't it isn't that it contradicts alien so much as that it contradicts alien covenant the most recent film definitively says david created the alien in this on, on this planet in this year and this series is set before that. It's set more in the Prometheus time frame, around you know within five years of that, according to some of the stuff they've said. So for us to see a big chap style alien on Earth as an alien fan, as a as a Ripley fan, that's iffy because the whole my whole point is that Ripley keeps the alien from ever coming from coming to Earth. But more importantly, it's just really bizarre to have something that is blatantly contradicting the most recent film in the series. I'm fine with that because I don't like that little bit of continuity in Alien Covenant, but it is a little weird. Now, I think that everyone has already thought this through. The only way this works is if this is a contained incident that ends and and gives William Yutani the drive to continue to look for this creature so that when that signal is is discovered on 
the planetoid that we later call LV426, they know exactly what to do. They, they want to get to it quickly. But I don't know. Um, I, at the same time, we have to take this artwork with a little bit of a grain of salt in that, yes, that looks like a, a big chap style alien, but it's also covered in Wayland yutani logos, something that would not exist in this time frame. That is a, um, a post-alien uh, development. They should be using different symbols. It should only be the Wayland Corporation at that point. That's getting super nerdy. I'm pushing the nerd glasses up on my face as I say that. But this looks like broad strokes. This is some art that Weta has put out there. Maybe it's it, maybe it is directly tied to what happens in these episodes. We'll wait and see. But I'm not too worried about how this is going to make or break continuity until the episodes come out. And then when it does come out, of course, we can always just say that David created an alien, right? Or like an expression of, of that via this, this you know, accelerant. And these scientists from the Whalen Corporation created an alien of their own, but it isn't the alien that we get in Big Chap, you know? I'm, and again, I'm fine with them breaking that terrible bit of news from Covenant. You, you, the older you make the alien, the happier I am. That's the Lovecraftianness is in the ancient horror that is dredged up and we're not ready for it. Andy, what do you think? Um, well, I think as far as any kind of leaked or, I mean, was this leaked or was this? Yes. Okay. So I always take it with a grain of salt as well, because for all we know, they could have just slapped a random alien in there to throw people off. I mean, I know that's being sort of dismissive of the whole thing, but or just like the whaling Utani, like you said. I think maybe they're trying to play around with, we don't know what the, like, we don't want to be too specific on the timeline. So we're just going to like throw a bunch of stuff in there, you know, to kind of appease the casual fan, I guess. I think some of the, the concepts themselves are interesting. Um, and just based on what he said as well of it focusing on the company. You know, then I don't know how much of the alien we're going to see or if we're just seeing it at its infant stages. I don't know. I'm kind of with you. Whatever it does or doesn't do as far as tying to Covenant, I'm okay with. You know, I I mean, I don't want them to completely negate it, but I think Patrick's right. You can sort of disentangle the two and come up with a way to have both things be true. In a way. And then the that alien could have disappeared for however many decades. And then we see it again in Alien. However, so there's a couple things in play with this. So when they first announced this show, which was on Disney Plus Day in 2020, they said in the not too distant future, which made all of Phantom go, what are you doing? Because right. as we all know, you know, but then from what I know. Those that language has been changed. That it's not in the not too distant future anymore. It is in a future, so it would make more sense. I don't think it's been. That's not official, but I'm fairly certain that what they first announced is not fully what they're doing because of some continuity issues. Um, I. But at the end of the day, even if it were true, you guys know me. I mean, if it's a good story and it's a great cast, we're not going to care. It's going to be, you know, if it's great, it'll be great. I mean, again, we've been treated with something really amazing recently, which is Prey, which all of us loved, which is a film that, you know, it just worked on every level. And uh, we're hoping that Alien does that as well. Uh, hopefully, 
again, I don't know when it's going to release. It looks like they're going to start shooting next year. And, uh, yeah, maybe I'm sure it'll probably be for like a fall 2024 release. It's funny you bring up Prey, though, because they had a similar thing where someone in, in publicity said, this is the first time a predator has hunted, has hunted on Earth. And then the film comes out and it's, no, this is the first time this predator has hunted nice. on Earth. And the semantic difference drove super fans crazy because it was breaking with continuity if this was the first time a predator had ever hunted on Earth. So similarly, someone in, in publicity for this alien film or alien TV show, excuse me, may have said, yeah, yeah, it's it's in the near future. And that right. may not be Noah Hawley's true intention. We're just gonna have to wait and see. Yeah, I think they underestimated the nitpicking abilities of the fandom at large. I think you're right. I think some, <laughs> it was just like casually tossed out. Like, yeah, it's in the future. It could be for all we know in the future from the last film or the in the timeline, as far as someone is concerned, if they just threw it out there. So I'm, I'm, I'm always of the belief of, I'm going in trying to know as little as possible while still being engaged in the fandom so that I want to be shocked. I want to be surprised. I want to feel like I'm seeing an alien movie or series for the first time and not know too much. It's, I know it's hard to do in this day and age, but that's always my goal or intention at least. Ironically, you saying that with the Alvarez film, we know nothing. Patrick and I, or I think yeah. we won't say it on air, but we're familiar with the story, just the bare bones of what they're doing with the story. But aside from that, like we know essentially all of the stuff about the Holly show that who knows when it's going to release, but we know nothing about the Alvarez film, which I honestly prefer. Like hopefully Disney Plus Day is on Thursday and Disney Plus Day is a day where they go and they talk about what's coming up for releases for all of their streaming services. And I think movies as well, but like Hulu, FX, Disney Plus, of course, which is, you know, the mainstay for them. And, uh, I mean, we could see something drop there in terms of a first still something. I'm hoping I'm hoping that they drop something. It's time. Like, I feel like it's time because Prey is behind them. All the promotion for that is over. Disney Plus Day is, like, the next year ahead or so. So this is perfect opportunity for them to start teasing this film. I'm ready. I'm ready to start the, the, the roll-up to uh, a release maybe because predator did so well they released this movie in theaters i don't know like predator did so well for them i think it was hulu's biggest movie or biggest like audience they've ever experienced right at least for like an, for open an original ip yeah right yeah. IP, yeah. For, for an original film yeah i think there's so much possibility now and i think that prey has give them a have has given them a a path forward in some ways like hey right. this could be viable a good film is viable beyond this because they could then not just rely on new subscribers they can go and make possibly three or four hundred million dollars or more but so we'll see i'm excited though just to be clear though disney wanted to release something aggressive like 10 20th century films on hulu and so prey counted as part of that and the alvarez film will as well we may luck out I'm, I'm really hoping that prey will get like a fathom events kind of situation later on but they're they really want to have feature films that are tied to the 20th century brand on hulu that's a that's a goal for them so we're gonna have to just keep subscribing to hulu and that's fine yeah <laughs> which just today uh raised its ad its ad supported i price. saw that yeah yeah oh. i did see that as well two dollars yes two dollars like 11.99 yeah. yeah. it's 7.99 now for the ad supported one 
Seven? I pay fourteen ninety nine. It's twelve ninety nine for the ad free and jumping to fourteen ninety nine. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. but Patrick oh, and yeah. I pay for the ads, so seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How else am I going to hear about insurance companies? You know, that's that's all I got to say. You oh, get we those also, Black Friday deals. Hey, totally. We should also mention quickly because Patrick and both Christian brought up Lovecraft. We are talking about a series having to do with Lovecraft in terms of the connection between the alien IP and Lovecraft. And it's something that I'm still learning about. I'm not well versed in that language at all. And I got more interested in it, honestly, when Christian stayed over here at my house because we hosted a, an event for Prop Store and we went to this Lovecraft, what was it, a Lovecraft museum? Well, it's the HP Lovecraft Historical Society. Okay. Um, which is a, a storefront and also sort of an archive. Um, and they, they put out a number of products, whether it's audio dramas or they do a podcast where they read his letters, all kinds of things. But um, yeah, it's, it's an amazing place and it's an amazing, like us, it's a, it's a brand that, that encompasses a lot of different things. Um, so that was a crash course for Jamie and, and, and Patrick and I and, and Maj too, are big Lovecraft fans. And so I think there is an opportunity to really dig into why going the whole way back to 1979, there were reviewers saying, this is the most Lovecraftian movie ever made about the first alien film. And Dan O'Bannon was a gigantic Lovecraft fan. He directed one of the best feature length uh, films called The Resurrected based on Lovecraft's The Case of Charles Dexter Ward. And so it's in his blood. Maybe we could even talk to Diane O'Bannon but I, I feel like there's something there maybe for a couple of, of episodes to really dig into that. And if you ever doubt for a second how deep the ties are between Alien and Lovecraft, the there was a planned At the Mountains of Madness film that was going to be made by uh, Guillermo del Toro that was canceled in the wake of Prometheus because he just gave up on it because he was like, they, already made, they made the movie that I was going to make. He tried for so long that it got derailed twice because the first Alien versus Predator movie also steals <laughs> right. directly right. from at the mountains of madness and he said son of a bitch i'll wait a couple years and then the prometheus comes out and does it again yeah exactly so so it, it's it's all over the stuff and uh, speaking finally of hidden talents just briefly you know many of us on the show are, are very big lovecraft fans but christian is an actual expert in lovecraft um for many reasons that we'll get to when we do the series so uh, if 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 hp lovecraft's work and the mythos has been something you've been kind of interested in but not known all of the ins and outs of like me um, it's going to be a really interesting experience to learn quite a bit more about that and its, it's deeper imprints on Alien, I think. Well, this seems like a good place to close. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. Thank you, everyone, who have been listening to the show for years. 200 episodes, who knows? We might do 200 more. Who knows? I don't know. But I would not want to be doing the show with anyone else but you guys. And I mean that genuinely from my heart. Uh, this has been such a good time, such a fun time. I, you know, I, I, it's just my life. It's what I think about and do every day. And I know you guys, it's on your mind as well so thank you guys so much and also if you want to be a part of the team in terms of like help support the show if you go to perfectorganism.com forward slash support and sign up four dollars a month all the money goes in through patreon and it comes to us and a lot of that money these days is going straight to the short film that we're doing it's it's helping us to fly people there um, to buy equipment uh, it's the biggest project we've ever taken on as a show I think so it's uh, if you want to be involved in that and who knows, maybe we'll do a producer thing and uh, put our, our, 
our patrons' names as producers on this show because it's going to take more money than we've spent before. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. To find out more information about Perfect Organism, the Alien Saga podcast, please go to www.perfectorganism.com. If you'd like to support the show, please go to www.perfectorganism.com forward slash support. Thank you.